yeah, good. No, I'm saying. So you just hit record, which is great. So after about 20 minutes on one TV show, I'll move to the next one so we can have it around 40. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so those chippies, yeah, they're American buffalo wing flavor. Right. And I thought what that is have, a buffalo wing. Um, You're our American correspondent. It's like a, it's like ranch dressing. What's ranch? Ranch. I mean, is, I know what it is, but like what. It's like There's a all weird these American things that yeah. like what is that fl- like they'll just be like it's ranch and like ranch yeah is but delicious. what's in ranch I don't know but I feel like it's a mixture between mayonnaise and blue cheese Oh okay right it's got right. like a oof oof to it so you have ranch buffalo wings and, you know look it's spicy it's buffalo wings you have spicy buffalo wings and stuff So like buffalo that. wings are chicken wings Yeah but is it because they're from Buffalo, New York? <laughs> I don't what know. are they? Like what? I think it's just all the flavor. These names. I think it's just like a buffalo wing flavor. But what sauce. is the flavor of buffalo? Like, ba- like barbecue. Okay. Like a bu- like a but smoky why barbecue. Is, <laughs> why is buffalo a name for barbecue? Why wouldn't they just be called barbecue chicken wings? Um, well, the same reason why some people call you know uh, vacuuming. I'm ha- I'm doing a Hoover. I'm going to hoover so over that. So, there's buffalo chicken that you can buy. Yeah, I think so. Like a brand. I think so. Like could be Ingham's or Steggles Listen, here. this podcast does not have facts. We know that. <laughs> but I feel like, I feel like buff, for me, buffalo wings was always like, uh, like with, uh, br- like breaded, mm-hmm. but not with breadcrumbs, but like, you know, breaded wings right. that have a kick to <clears> it. <throat> yeah. And because they have a kick, you will have either a ranch dressing on the side that you just dip them in or you have a blue cherry cheese dressing right that you you know dip it on the side so these chippies so buffalo wings are spicy as well they, they do have a like like light and, spicy like light and tangy chips oh. like that like it has like a uh but not like you get hot wings but they're hot wings but buffaloes yeah yeah yeah, got more of a <laughs> right. Um, but these did you know the in excess song "Kick" mm. was about um, blank. buffalo wings? Blank, blank. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sometimes it's got kick. Well, the the flavor of these chippies—they're from not quite right. Uh, they they taste like white and tangy. Should we tell the guys about how we're we love boycott- right. Well, we're boycotting Woolworths and Coles. Yeah, we don't go to. Coles or Woolworths anymore. I haven't gone to a Coles or Woolworths in weeks, and I'm doing all of my shopping in the main street where I go to the butcher. Yeah, butcher. Then I, yep. Then I go not quite right. Yeah. Pick up like not quite right you. is a trap, though. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's still the same as a supermarket because all the stuff that you need is in the back right corner of the shop. So if you want milk, cheese, ham, mm. uh, you know. Hmm. Uh, orange, like juice, hmm. stuff that's like your staples. They put all of that in the back corner and you've got to just go through rows and rows and rows of weird like chips and chocolates that you've never heard of before. Like yesterday I bought uh, two blocks of Daryl Lee uh, Rice crispy chocolate, which I assume they had a deal struck with rice bubbles and then it fell through and now they're just doing rice crispy. It's just a crunch bar. Uh, but I went there, I went to Not Quite Right yesterday and I again forgot to go into the fridge part, right? I yeah, because you end up it. filling up a, a basket <sighs> with just like chips. Chi- not lollies. you, us, both of us. Like <laughs> They've got Ben and Jerry's. 
um, ice cream there for $5. Yeah, a punnet. A punnet. Oh, Jimmy. Gorgeous. <laughs> Look at this gorgeous dog. He's just sitting on my lap because I've got the heated blanket on me. And he actually made the sound. <laughs> and he stretched out just now. Like, this beautiful puppy dog has no idea the actual bin fire that has been happening today, this week, last week. Absolute just burn the burn it all down it's been a bad week it's been a really 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 bad week <sighs> real bad week it's been a bad week please <laughs> let's do a podcast hence, hence uh i bought some chips and uh he got some chocolate and um it doesn't take much like doesn't this, take much this has been a very bad week there's been a lot of bad news we won't yeah. go into it because it's meant to be a comedy podcast or yeah. at least well, like people know fun People know uh, what happened. People this week. know, yeah. If you, especially if you lived in Australia, uh, like you know, uh, one of the things. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, but I mean, we don't have to like tippy tap toe over them. I mean, you know what I mean. Like there was a nationwide disgrace that happened <laughs> yesterday, yeah. and then mm-hmm. there was an absolutely devastating thing happened um, this week. Yeah. We, so we're both pretty sad. And disappointed and uh, mad at the world. And you've been quite angry. I love you. And you haven't done, you know, obviously he's the best. But you've, yeah, the anger in you. I'm actually quite proud of you. The anger that's in you. Because I or I only ever wanted to be with someone who had morals and values. Hmm. And that their core values were good for better. I mean, I mean, we... We do argue a lot over bullshit, but the fact that the stuff that you're, we argue over is like TV shows and like who ate the, the chips light bulbs <laughs> and light bulbs. Light bulbs. We, we argue a lot over light bulbs. Well, that's because I try to automate the house, and it well, just, that's because I try to automate the house and put everything in a Google. Yeah, yeah. That's what comes. And I hate the I hate everything to do with Google. Oh, I don't want to talk it. about the fucking Google Mate. stuff, Bob. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. Well, I don't want to fucking use it. Anyway, but it, all those things aside, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's at least you're. I'd rather you be as angry as you are now than be the person that goes, "Who cares about the no getting coming through?" No, yeah, the it, no it, vote it, for it, it just af- voice like, of parliament. My, uh, and this will probably piss some people off, but whatever. My whole life I've felt, um, people talk about it as a cultural cringe. It's not a cultural cringe. I like, there's plenty of culture that's come Mm. out of Australia that I I love. Uh, what I have always fucking hated and, and tried to spend as little time in this country as possible when I was in my twenties and then probably got safe and forgot about it is that there is just an inherent fucking... Uh, anti-intellectualism, anti-art, uh, anti-progress, anti-success story uh, mindset in this country that is fucking relentless and depressing, and it makes me fucking angry. And and events like yesterday um, remind me of that. And I get shattered down as well. Like you'll say stuff like this, and you'll literally get that Aussie thing of like, "Nah, get your hand off it, mate." Um, I'm mm. done. I'm fucking done. Mm. And uh, like, I just, yeah, I won't mm. bang on about it too much, but it's it's infuriating. And now, mm. like, uh, when I walk down the street, you know, I'm just fucking <laughs> judging every single yeah. fucking person where I'm like, 
fuck you. Like, fuck you, fuck you. You definitely, like someone in yeah. a giant fucking truck, you definitely voted no. A uh, fucking big you know. boy. When you see a nice big boy. So, um, you yeah. know, usually in these situations, like if the Labor Party loses an election or whatever, I try and be magnanimous about it because uh, you don't, you know, catch flies with vinegar, you know. But um, today I'm like fucking appalled and ashamed. Mm. Like it was the small, it was the tiniest fucking, <laughs> it was the tiniest fucking uh, amount that we could do to show any sort of reparations or mm. signs of re- reconciliation Just towards that's the all. indigenous people of the c- really of the country that we've lived in squatted in for 230 years mm. and nah can't even fucking do the bare minimum of that nah. what's so and, scary is and that and it was yeah sorry i just want to say what's so scary is that there were so many no votes and i'm like i must know like there must be friends and family that are like they've voted no and the only reason I can think of them doing it is that they're like, who cares? They're like, who cares or why should they get anything? You know, that's the only like – like if, if, you're, if your reasoning is I just didn't know enough about it, you're a pussy. Go fucking <laughs> read, uh, read or listen or watch something, get some fucking information. But if you're like, why should they, they get anything? That's the thing. They were. They were watching Channel 7. They were watching Channel Sky. 9. They were reading the Herald Sun. Yeah. And that's where they were getting their information from. I got from. all my information, did my research. No, you only got your research from one side. I can collectively say that I get, or I get my research from this side and I also go to the other side. Look too, because I need to know where they are. I need to know that stuff. If Australia had a personality, mm. it would be the annoying guy in the office that always wanted to join the footy tipping, doesn't watch anything, says things like, I don't like comedy. Says things uh, like, boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Mm. Uh, you know, like fucking, why can't everyone just get a fair go? Yeah, uh, I didn't get a fair shit. go. Why should they get a fair go? <clears throat> um Sorry, so, fucking white guy who, you know, came from a stable enough family. You didn't get a fucking fair go. Piss off. So, yeah, I feel uh, I feel angry, but I also yeah. feel like completely detached, mm. which is how I felt in my teens and 20s. And mm. then like throughout my 30s, I was like, oh, maybe, you know, because you get convinced by people that like, mm. you know, to shut up and to mm. like accept like this is a good place and you're lucky to be here. And it's like, well. In some aspects, yeah, absolutely. But in other aspects, it doesn't mean I have to fucking like everything about it. And I kind of just got subservient with that. And uh, I feel like I'm lucky to be here because it is well within my right and I'm not going to get shot for having my opinion. Yeah. And I'm going to scream my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to well. scream it for people so they can hear it. Oh, why do you have to do that? Oh, why do we have to... Oh, we have to talk about that. Oh, but That's I the will. big thing, right? Yeah, like it's just, just constant in this country. Like, why do we have to just leave why it? Why all do just I have get to hear along? it? And what? by get along, I mean me be middle class and okay, and this person can, um, you know, go to hospital to have a baby and wake up with a hysterectomy against their will. Mm. Why can't we all just get along? Fuck off. Anyway, we're pretty <laughs> pretty angry, but also it, there's anger. Uh, my, um. I've got anger in me already because of because of grief, and grief anger is 
real fucking psychotic. Yeah. Like I have been on a, a food binging, alcohol drinking, smoke swilling fucking. And I had a had a moment last night where I was like, all right, bad things happen. People pass away and you're heartbroken. But I've got to pick it up. Got to pick it up. You know what I mean? I'm still... We're still here and, you know, and I don't, I, that sounds so fucking dumb what I just said. No. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, because my immediate, whenever something bad happens, my immediate reaction is uh, self-destruction. Yeah. So, yes, there's some bad things um, happened. All you have to do is, you know, look at my Instagram, see what happened. And then, um, uh, yeah, so now I just kind of had a moment last night where I was like, all right. Pull your fucking finger out of your ass. I've, I feel like I've said that to myself a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Someone but, that you cared about passed away and it was shocking and sudden. And yeah. the way that you're feeling and all of your friends and all of us mm-hmm, are feeling yeah, yeah. completely valid. Oh, I like, feel, yeah, it is completely valid. But you valid. do, it's, you know, again, yeah. it's another fucking side effect of like just the harshness of this fucking country and the society we live in because we've been brought up in a society in this country in Australia where it's like you just get on with it. You fucking hear it all the time. It's yeah. like Aussie's just yeah, just fucking chin off. up, yeah. walk it off. You'll Stiff be right. Up a lip She'll be right, mate. Piss Bullshit. Off. Sometimes you need to fucking feel things. Like yeah. that's why everyone's a fucking psychopath. That's when when we had yeah. fucking COVID, people were killing each other yeah. over fucking toilet paper and shit because yeah. people are emotionally fucking repressed yeah. in this country. They don't know how to fucking create. They don't know how to be forward thinking. They don't know yeah. how to fucking talk to, to each other about anything. So it's just yeah. trash down there sometimes you need to go to not quite right and buy a massive packet of cheese puffs honey Honey barbecue honey barbecue honey barbecue listen if you're anywhere near two dollars a packet let's change let's change gears (laughs) let's fucking do a real quick fucking hand break we should do a podcast about our food it's gonna turn into food if you're If you, oh, it's going to turn into a food <laughs> podcast. I literally was like, could we do a podcast next week about watching Paul McCartney? We didn't say what we were watching. Oh, yeah, we could. Could we do a Paul McCartney? Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can. But th- it wasn't yesterday, we, yeah, we saw Seals and the Knicks, and I said to Damien, Damien, do you want to go halfies with me in a cannoli? And then they all laughed. And I can't remember who said it, if it was Nick or Seals, where mm. they were like, that's the new podcast. New, new podcast that is the podcast no but like the name of a new podcast <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, should we just share a cannoli should we real share quick? a cannoli that could be the and spin-off <laughs> like should we share a cannoli she's like i actually that could be a relationship podcast or a food podcast yeah well both <laughs> just- we i don't think we should be giving anyone relationship advice you know no I mean? we should because no fuck that we communicate and we i feel <laughs> we like we communicate Real loud <laughs> at each other. Like I am, I'm so close to smashing plates. Like we had a bit of a tiff the other night, and it was it was pretty big. Like I felt like it was a pretty big one, and we kind of went to bed without like really kind of making up, and it really. I had a tanty. Uh, I and I and I reacted pretty like bulldog was out. Ruff, ruff. Um, we had a bit of a tiff, and I. We like we kind of went to bed without really resolving it, and I woke up feeling pretty. 
Is this another episode of Bull, Bulldog Off the Chain? Bulldog Off the Chain. The, pod, the podcast Bull- within the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bulldog Off the Chain. We were called, we've got a live recording at the Folded Arms Hotel. Beware of the Bulldog. <laughs> but I didn't like, um, you know, like we went to bed fine, but we didn't. And I just felt really bad the next day about it. And I felt, I felt, I felt a bit off kilter for a few, a few days actually. Mm. And it was, um, you know, we don't really fight. Like we'll argue and stuff, but we don't have. We don't really fight, fight. And I don't like it because, and I know when we do have those big ones, it's because we don't fucking communicate. We just got to talk. We just got to talk. Like because when one of us is not saying what we really want to say, mm. or something like that. And I see other couples who don't communicate and how it really ruins them. And I am not on board with that with us because our big thing is we talk we talk so much we have a dumb podcast it's not dumb it's the greatest yeah living podcast (laughs) and we're doing mate and this week is the rap party talk about rap party yeah we're doing a rap party where we're gonna wrap up two seasons of the shows we've watched it and no i spoke to seals this morning she Watched um, the last episode of Only Murders in the Building. Uh, this <laughs> is, should we just watch it real quick? The mm. only podcast in the world. I am your host, Dr. Dickhead Damien Gibson. Mm. I didn't do honours in dickheadery to be called Mr. You <laughs> Fuckstick. And joining me is Kelly. I'm fucking real mad for Stuka. Oh, Don't talk to somebody. me about shit or I will murder you oh. with my big, giant, muscly arms. I know. I have high strength. I might be weak as a willow. No? No. Oh, no. What? Nah, flat tyre. Take... Take two. Uh, I'm, 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 I am. Oh, mate, I got a bit of chip in my boob. There you go. Um, What's the name of the sound guy from Toast, the Matt Berry show? No. Can you hear me? Oh, God, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, you made me watch that. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like Jeremy, Jeremy or something. Clem Vandango. Oh, yeah. It's Clem Vandango. Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can hear you, Clem Vandango. Yes, I can hear you. I'm Matt Berry. You're doing all right. Your Matt Berry's coming Mate, on. all my voices so, are great. Yeah, you're, I, I <laughs> am really I good at voices. Some, all my voices are great. The Kelly Fastuka story. <laughs> Another <laughs> podcast within a podcast. Name of your next comedy festival show? All uh, my voices are great. What's my best voice? Um, the voice that I do where you're like, gee, she's good. Uh, as far as impersonations are concerned, there's a lot. But mm. then there's like random voices that you do as well that I love. Mm. Uh, like Nerdy Kelly is pretty fucking hilarious. Your, your bloke voice, like a real bloke voice is the best like you can sound like an actual dude mm. a dude that would have voted no because <laughs> look i just got to hear all arguments got to hear both sides but your dude or you're like yeah the being the boys we're just having a bit of a uh, stevie <laughs> what's going on you fucking dumb cat <laughs> um yeah that's playing cricket uh against you will yeah. for 14 years at a um i played my first game of seniors cricket when i was 12 years old Fuck, here we go No, no, I'm not saying that as like, oh, I'm a great cricketer I mean like in the sense of like, I was hearing shit and being around adult men That I should not have been Yeah, Guys called, (laughs) there was a couple of dudes called Spider and Platzi And (laughs) 
<laughs> like spider because he was handsy. They said spider. Spider was called spider because he was like six foot seven and like had big gangly spider arms. Right. <laughs> I always uh, love the initiation. Platzi was. Uh, it sounds like an interesting nickname. His surname was Platt. Oh, Platzi. Yeah, but they were like. In their, they would have been in the mid twenties. They played D grade, which is what I played too, Jesus. and they were essentially the guys who babysat me. Oh, but God. Spider had a fucking <laughs> he had a panel van, which was also around the time of like Mister Cruel. Remember Mister Cruel, <gasps> Carmen Chan oh, no. and stuff. So like he would drive down, and you'd see kids like ducking into their fucking front yard when fucking oh. Spider was driving around. But thinking back on it, like they would smoke fucking rolly cigarettes. Mm. They'd go to the shop, right? Platzi would be like, I'm going to go to the shop. You want a drink, Gibbe? And then I'd be like, oh, yeah. And they would buy, I remember they'd Can buy me, they would buy me Oasis iced teas. Remember Oasis oh, iced yeah, teas? Oh, yeah. They were delicious. Yeah. And mum and dad wouldn't oh. get them for me because they were full of sugar. But they'd get a six pack of beer oh. to drink while we were batting. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we'd sit, the three of us would sit in the back of the panel van with both the doors open. And the stories I would hear from these two, like I'm twelve, Dude. not twenty two, twelve. I know, I know that this is a horrific story. But so that voice is a cross between Platzi and Spider. Dude, I'm still stuck on the Oasis iced teas. I haven't. Bloody, they were fucking amazing. What was our food podcast called? Should we just share a cannoli? Um, should we just split a cannoli real quick? Split, yeah. <laughs> should we just split a cannoli real quick? Because remember, and you'd hear the little of the yeah. lid, and I used to always get the peach one. Oh, yeah. I love the peach. I love, love, love. And they were made out of glass. Are they still around? No. What happened to them? I don't know. What the fuck, man? This, I think this the fucking country's stuffed. This I country's think, stuffed. I think the West Indies cricket team like didn't add for it at one point. Mate, they were the best. Anyway. But yes, we are doing rap parties. Uh, Kelly wants to do two. I don't think we're going to get through two. Uh, because we're talking about whole seasons of shows. Yeah. The idea is to talk about season two of The Bear and season Dude. three of Only Murders in the Building. <clears throat> Which one do you want to start with? Start with The Bear. Yeah. So, I hadn't watched season one of The Bear. Mm. I think we already kind of talked about this mm. on the episode one, season two. Mm. Season two of The Bear is maybe outside of like season three of Breaking Bad, maybe the Best season of TV I've ever seen. could not agree with you more if you haven't. It's not about that it's – it's it's not about that this show is like – All spoilers, no facts, by the way. Huh? All spoilers, no facts, by the way. Oh, mate, the spoilers are going to be fucking rocking high out of my dick. Um, It's not about like – because with Breaking Bad, it was like the suspense and stuff. Like it was Mm. cliffhanger. Yeah. This show, The Bear, is – such a well fucking crafted show mm-hmm. and the way that every episode in, in this season focused on a particular character and their character arc. Yeah. I can't even I can't even. Yeah. Like and and just talking to people that have watched it and getting there, like what which one was your favourite? Oh mine was when he went to is it Denmark or the Netherlands or Yeah. Yeah. And when he went to Europe, it was called Denmark. The Denmark. Episode, oh, sure. okay, right. He went to Denmark. So or the- Holland, or Amsterdam. It was called Amsterdam. It was called Amsterdam. Yeah, okay, yeah. so I knew I knew it was <laughs> Dutchish. Um, so I can't remember the character's name, but the black guy that does the desserts, mm. they send him for like two weeks to learn pastry and desserts. Um, and this one episode, it's all him. 
and it's just him getting up and it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's not on the edge of suspense. It's not a cliffhanger. It is just a very fucking beautifully well-crafted piece of fucking cinematography and art and it just really hits home the the the, the character journey. And I haven't even begun to talk about Richie's episode. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even begun to talk about Richie's episode or the fucking Christmas episode. Guys, yeah, Fishes is the Fishes is the best episode of the season. This is unbelievable. It's the best episode of TV I've ever seen. The with the with the dinner outside of AW Dynamite this week. This That's is true. The best yeah. episode of TV I've seen. Dude, this. Uh, no, 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 it it is a, Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, hang on, we sort of bounce around all. I don't, over but the place, this is so. where I can't I can't hold it all in. So I just wanted to comment on Amsterdam because I know oh. our friend Nick Collar really yes. loved that episode. That was his favorite, I think. Yeah, um, and I can see why because he's a he's a a cine- cinemaphile and uh, he's a director and a filmmaker. He's a director and filmmaker as well. Yeah. And I didn't know what I, how much fucking dox him on, no, I mean, <laughs> on but the he's, podcast. He's a pretty great. Uh, but yeah, I can see why because it's very minimal and it tells mm. an amazing story. And like through atmospherics, it gives you a really good feeling mm. of what it's like to live in another city on your own, you know, and you're so desperately sort of clinging to the one person that you know and you like look mm. forward to like those interactions because you don't have interactions with anyone else. And then the the thing that was most real to me was the phone call that he has with um, Sydney, Sydney mm. where like it's breaking up and mm. like they keep, you know, like mm. he, he's so excited to speak to her and then like the line keeps breaking up and mm. like you can see the frustration in his face, but he's also like, trying to talk to her and then she does the joke of like stopping and then starting again Ah. and like well you just just, hit the nail on the head when you said this episode is minimalistic yeah how the hell about atmosphere like it's um how the hell do you make an episode that is minimalistic it's really yeah but but pulled we both watched it eyes peeled didn't say anything and at the end of it i felt full like I felt like I yeah. felt full of, but it was minimalistic. That is incredible, man. This fucking show, it's incredible. But you're, you're right, it is Kubristic. Yeah, know? it's a lot like Sam like Kubrick, like long panning shots, mm. really long, like the holding on establishing shots, mm. uh, two shots of like, you know, because essentially there's only really two characters in that episode. Mm. And when they, when you, see them talking there's a lot of two shots so it's like just really in the moment and i think a lot of directors could of tv shows could really take a fucking leaf out of the book of people who make the bear because 100 they utilize so many different techniques Mm. when you go and watch a show um you know, I'm trying to think of it like we watched one episode of white lotus of season two right (laughs) and the location of that is mm. stupendous, mm. right? But you didn't get a great mm. feeling for that. Mm. You do initially because there's an initial uh, – it's just cookie cutter, right? It's like here's yeah. the initial shot. You'll never see that again. Mm. Whereas in the bear in this Amsterdam episode, they, they show – Amsterdam from like 20 different angles mm. and it gives you the feeling that you're in the city with this guy mm. learning how to and there's a wee interaction become a, a dessert 
chef, you know, like yeah, even just like it's so quite sorry, Bubba, I didn't talk over the top of you, but like even like he's living on a boat mm. on one of the canals mm. and there's scenes where he's just sitting there looking and you can hear the boat creaking mm. and rocking. Those tiny little strokes just help tell the story so much. It feels mm. like he's thousands of miles away from New York. And, and I had that weird moment where he, um, a guy falls off his bike. Yeah. And falls on like a, and he's trapped underneath a gate. He's pissed as a new and he's yeah. ridden his bike into a fucking gate and he's just lying there yeah. with like a log trapped like on his help, leg. But, like, and, but that's the kind of shit that happens when you're overseas, yeah, right? It's like, so weird. It's so weird. You good. don't know not to walk down that way because oh. that's where all the fucking drunks are or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? So you end up having these like. And it's not scary. He's you never have like he never fears for his life or anything like that. It's just a weird interaction because that's the story he would tell about Amsterdam when he got home. Dude. Like man, there was this one night where I was working late, you know, I and I was walking home. So yeah, that was great. Richie's, Richie's episode, I know you Richie's loved. Richie's episode. That's, that's like an amazing redemption arc. Oh, you sorry, know, Jimmy. Like um, um, massive. Uh, Again, the character development, and I'll always bring it back to Mad Men, Pete Campbell, for me has always been one of the most brilliant character um, arc, uh, you know, uh, development. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't happen overnight, but it very sneakily happens over six seasons where Pete goes from A to B and it's incredible. Richie, I fucking sobbed in Richie's episode. Because they send him to a um, – Calm sends him to a fancy restaurant as like a, a host, right? Restaurants, fancy restaurants Calm have Calm sends him to his teacher's yeah. restaurant. Fancy, fancy place. To learn how to be a maitre d', right? Right. And it's one of those things where Richie's always been a fuck up and he is really dragging his feet. Like the first day they make him polish – forks for eight hours and he drags his feet and drags his feet and then all of a sudden they're like okay go put on a suit and he's wearing the suit and then something happens where and this goes in life as well he puts on the suit there's pride in himself Mm. and that and that this has always been the thing that you'll say to people especially when you're having a mental health journey um this is a long bow but i will say um he put on the suit and it automatically made him feel like a better man. And it started relaying in the episode. But yeah. my, my kind of correlation with that is is that making the bed, I know it's like not a, it's a long bow, but sometimes I, whenever people talk about making their bed, about how fucked it is, I'm like, make your bed because I will tell you now if you only achieve one thing in that day, then that's it's still a good thing because you've made your bed. And I know it sounds silly, but there's something about um, the pride in that that can start your day off in a mm. better way. Just mm. like him putting on the suit just starts everything off in a better way. And fucking Olivia Coleman is in it. Yeah. And it has the most... Beautiful, sweet scene. Oh, Jimmy is just <laughs> laying next to me doing his little airs, airs. He's actually stretching. Like, it's like a cartoon. Anyway, yeah, yeah Olivia Coleman is great. I think he's great. fighting as well. 
Olivia Coleman. That's where you're up Dude, to. Olivia Coleman. She has this beautiful Olivia Coleman esque scene with him where she's just cutting cutting up mushrooms. I don't know. I, don't, I quite like it. It's very calming and lovely. It's just every second counts. The suit represents. Uh, it's a physical manifestation of the feeling of our calm. Um, well, his it's his self confidence, mm. but also like the fact that, like it, at the same time he gets self confidence, he gets self confidence because he realizes the calm has sent him mm. here mm. because he wants him to be part of his team. Yeah. Right, and knows that he has the ability to do this because yes. he's good with people. Yes, he's good but with calm, people. Being calm, yeah, hasn't said any of this yeah. to Richie. He, he needs just to figure it out himself. Yeah, yeah, but also calm's not great with like communicating either. So like Richie's had to fucking figure this out for himself. Especially the two of them, they have a very bro relationship where they don't say a fucking like. This whole show, they'd rather fist fight. Yeah. First mm. and then apologize. Then yeah. you know what I mean, and that's very yeah. real. There's a lot of male relationships that are like that. Yeah. So, yeah, the suit is a representation of all of that. And Olivia Coleman's great. And it <sighs> sometimes those cameos, especially when a show gets like popular after yeah. a first season, yeah. um, you kind of had it in Only Murders, which we'll talk about in the second with mm. like Amy Schumer in the second season, and mm. you know, um, where like. She sort of just appeared because mm. obviously she was a fan of the show. And she's not bad in it or anything, but, like, she's not a pivotal character by any stretch. Whereas no. Olivia Coleman, her, obviously, like, they wanted her. She wanted to be in the show, so mm. it's great. Everybody who shows up in this show mm. uh, in the second season, mm. and there's some big names that do show up, are absolutely pivotal to the story. And there's they kill no. It. Yeah, and they all fucking oh, kill her. God. It was obviously an atmosphere where people are allowed to, like, you know, d- do their work properly. But Olivia Coleman, she's only, it's a, what, two minute scene? That's it. She and might it's calm. be, as far as Richie's story is mm. concerned going forward with this show, mm. she's absolutely pivotal to who he mm. is now, you know? Like, and that, that was mm. great to watch as oh my well. I cried. And these episodes are only 22 minutes the, long. I, I feel like well, I want to Actually, cry. that's not true. Some of them are a bit longer in the second season. One, yeah, but. one of them is quite long. But I, the Richie episode, <laughs> I cried. And I just kept on repeating to you where I was just like, mate, he did it. I'll, I'll cry right now talking about it because it's it's this guy, this character is just, he's us. He is every part of yourself where you believe that you are a fuck up and you can't do anything and this is all I'll ever be and this is all anyone ever thinks I can do. Mm. The way that he slowly and then in that episode they showed the time of he turned, like how things turn around, not because he was made to but because he fucking wanted to. Mm. He wanted to. Like by the end of the episode, like every every morning he has to get up early, leaves the house, leaves the house. And then on that last kind of moment where he leaves the house for like the last, you know, the shift at this place, he just stops for a second, wipes down the counter, puts the bread back in the cupboard. The pride sets in for him. The pride of himself. Yeah. A job gave him purpose and he had pride in his job, had pride in himself. And now how, how this pride now is starting to go in every element of his life chef's kiss mate mm. i just i was so emotional watching this scene because i felt like there is a richie in all this is so stupid but richie's in all of us man he <laughs> and he fucking did it 
He fucking did it, Damien. Yeah, everybody has the tendency to. I have, never thought like, that would happen. Because we find out in the next episode, like. Um, he saves the day, man. He's like. What? No, the next episode is Fishes. Oh, okay. Well, the last and episode. And you is get more day. backstory on everybody. And, like, you meet his ex and, like, yeah. see, you know, that, like, he wasn't like this. Mm. Or maybe Fishes is before that Richie episode. But essentially you see that, like, mm. he wasn't always this, like, aggressive, loud, you know, something like yeah. when the breakup, like, when he was with his ex, mm. he was A lot all more right. normal, yeah. Yeah, which is why Calm keeps him around because he knows that, like, he's fucking going through shit, you know. Like, it's very – everything's just plotted out so It's not interesting. Well. I didn't even – it didn't even really occur to me until really just now about how he was – Richie in that that look back because when was that like three years earlier or whatever five, five I years think they said, so five yeah. years earlier Richie was a bit more of a normal person and then the breakup with his ex and losing his kid like all that yeah, stuff and Calm's older brother so let's dying. let's just talk about fishes real quick right dude this episode is groundbreaking uh, so you've got uh, his mum is played by Jamie Lee Curtis. <sighs> This might be the best, yes. and she has done some amazing work. Even uh, is... everything, everywhere, all at once. She's yeah. amazing in that. She is so intense and so yeah. She won uh, an Emmy for this. She she has to better. Yeah. If this anyone is... in that shit show fucking Succession wins an Emmy over Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis in this fucking show, I will fucking I will go off. I don't know what <laughs> the fuck I will do. Oh, I'll God. Lose, but uh, she's incredible. So that's. One person, Jamie, uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk plays like the dude. I forgot about Bob. Yeah, he's amazing in oh, it as well. God. He plays this like mouthy fucking uncle who's like a pain in the ass. It's he's like awful. constantly having a go at um, the John Bethanel, who uh, he was in season one, right? Very briefly, because he's the brother that has John died. Bethanel, like yeah. he can. I know people can take the piss out of him because he takes himself so fucking seriously. But when you see, because he has a podcast and stuff, and he like mm. talks about his, he's like every time I've heard John Bethnal act uh, in an interview, he talks about method acting and oh, going really? to Russia to learn how to act and blah blah. But there's a part of me that respects that because mm. it's like, well, he respects the art, right? Mm. Like he's fucking amazing in it. But the person, uh, 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 um, 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 uh, how have I fucking forgotten her name? She Jillian. was in one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, from from Community. Yeah, uh, Jillian, Jillian Jacobs. Yes. Yeah, she's, she's great too. She plays and she plays Richie's ex. ex. Mm. Um, and then there's a couple of other people who are character actors. I don't know their name, but the uncle who gives them the funding for the bear mm. is great. Mm. Anyway. Um, but he's a recurring character. But he he's that is it Oliver Platt? Yeah, he was one of the three musketeers. Oh fuck. In the nineties. Yeah. Remember? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. He's amazing. But the person for me who like steals the show in this episode mm-hmm. is John Mullaney. Oh yeah. I forgot he John Mullaney's so in it. So like he's oh. married to the kid's cousin mm. from New York, yeah. right? Who's constantly like Calm's cheerleader? Yeah. Who's the, who? Who's the woman who plays that actor? Let me look it up. I can't remember. She's great too, but she's sort of like she is she like an art dealer or something in New York? And yeah, like, I think she's doing it, and because she's the one that's like, you come stay with me, Calm. Move to New York. Get out of this place. Yeah, you're better than this. Yeah, um, which I think he does, right? With, yeah. 
Um, so like he goes and like relies on John Mulaney and and the, the yeah. cousin, and then spares five years in New York working at one of the best restaurants in the world, which I, we think I mean pretty much gave him a nervous breakdown. Yeah, um, but we haven't got to that yet. John Mulaney, I've always been a big fan of. Right, like I love SNL, I love sketch comedy, so I knew about him from that anyway. Uh, the Kroll Show is something that you and I reference in this house on the daily. <laughs> so I have seen John Mulaney do acting, but there's always been a part of me that's like, I feel like he can. Hello. Yeah, hello. Like the <laughs> oh hello, I fucking love. <laughs> like it's too um, much tuna. But the, but I, I I was like I wouldn't say. Not at any point did I, would I think, you know, John Mulaney's got the ability to be a fucking great actor. And then mm. in this, like he is, like he's not doing a character or anything. Like it, he comes across like John Mulaney, but he's like so warm mm. and lovely and friendly. And like it's this voice of reason, like the in-law who mm-hmm. is not, you know, like, and he... Yeah, so I never thought that I would see John Mulaney in a dramatic role. It was so cruel. Everything about him interacting with that family was so cruel. Like the way that they spoke to each other. Sarah Paulson's incredible though, but I just it, it was so hard to watch. Should we tell people that we're recording this little bit of the podcast the next day? <laughs> And we're in bed. <laughs> I'm lying in bed with a heat pack on my back. Jimmy lying on me in your in your work clothes. It's uh, what time is it? Eight twelve at yeah. night, and I'm in my pajamas in bed already. <laughs> with both, literally, like we just we just had a, a what I like to call a Kelly Festuka dinner, which is like five things at once. <laughs> no, it's like all bits and pieces. It's all bits and pieces. Girl dinner, girl dinner, girl dinner. <laughs> Which is what you love. Anyway, um, uh, and now both of us are like in like food comas. We had a slash massive comas. issue with batteries yesterday and it stopped. And we had to, now we finish it. But yeah, look, crux of the whole thing is. The last episode was really good as well. Like the. the Dude, the don't dry, even the last episode. What so the fuck? So they have a dry run. So like Ugh. when you open a restaurant or a bar, you usually have like a, a night of service that's like friends and family. Um, and it means that you can show off the venue to like your friends and family, but it also means you can get any last minute kinks out of like the service and stuff like that. And the more swanky the restaurant, the more, uh, you know, pressure, like the bigger the investment in the restaurant, the bigger this night is. And mm. the, like, it's kind of interesting though. Hey, Stoos, cause like, it feels like that episode, like, opens up more stories than resolves them for a last episode of a season god i was on the edge of my seat i can't oh sorry i know i'm talking over the topic you know what we haven't spoken about at all what is calm's girlfriend oh i was waiting till i was wait. i was i thought about it but i wanted to say all all the good things first (laughs) right yeah which was so the last episode richie comes in fucking Oh, I give me a sports reference. He saves reference. the day. He saves the day. It's a goat. Give me a sports reference. Comes in and fucking kicks a goal from the forward half flank or something. What's he comes, the- yeah, like he Ugh, uh, saves the day. Like, but the way they do it, where it's like 
like they they build it up where it's this moment where it's like his eyes and the time and the list and the time and it just has this circle and you see it in his brain where he goes i got it just to explain what's happening can't, so it's the biggest night of the restaurant so far calm is already you know the bear uh, is already he's stressing out because it's the first time he's struck out and done something on his own. And he's breaking it's down. It's his family restaurant, and he's having a breakdown because his mum might be there, he might not. He's not paying attention to his girlfriend. He feels like his girlfriend is like, uh, or the relationship with his girlfriend is making him take his eye off the ball with the restaurant, and so that's like, and and the episode is giving you that vibe. Him and. Um, I always forget her name. Sydney. Sydney. Uh, like arguing. They have been arguing throughout the whole season, but it's sort of like they're really at each other's throats. Yeah, it's because Calm's not communicating. He's not communicating at all. Yeah. So, like, everyone's in a bad mood, everyone's on edge, and Calm gets locked in the fucking walk in fridge. Uh, Dude. And so he's like their star player. He's their captain, coach, star player. Yeah. And he gets locked in the fucking fridge, and the rest of the crew have to, like, yeah. come together under Richie's leadership mm. and make it happen. And they do, but there's all this other stuff going on at the same time. Richie's like, on the pass. If you've ever, ever worked in a restaurant before, Richie, Richie's on the pass and it's that's a hard thing where you're like, I need two, two, three, and you have to time everything perfectly. Yeah, and, and you're essentially orchestrating the front of house and back oh. of house stuff at the same time. It's so, so, so I wear a suit now. Um, it's so incredible. And we haven't even talked about the episode where they had to get the gas, the the pass for the, the gas. Like the Yeah, gas that's just a nice little episode. I wouldn't say it's in the top episodes. I, I, look, every single episode of this season is, is like perfection as far as TV writing is concerned. But, but I think... That, it was just, I just want to say that, that, that episode there where there was this one thing holding the restaurant back from opening... And when it is about to happen, the way the editing makes people's like, not their life flash before their eyes, but the thing that's most important to them flash before their eyes like yeah, individually. Yeah, it's so sound. perfect. Yeah, but like uh, just to piggyback on what you're about to say, every episode is perfect except for one. And it's the one where he fucking gets with that chick. The only bad thing about the bear is this... Chick. Yeah, the girlfriend, I, I can't remember her name. Jane? June? Who cares? Jane? She fucking sucks. Um, she sucks. It fe- She feels like Poochie. Oh, my God, she's Poochie. Right? Like, she feels... She's Poochie. You've got oh. this, like, amazing ensemble show. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like a... I, I don't know, man. It was like, pigeonholed in, like a like a guest writer came in and was like, like a like a fucking you know studio note was, uh, you know, Calm's a good looking guy, you know, maybe maybe we could get him a hot girlfriend or something. Uh, like there is a part, like <clears throat> it does feel like it is a part of like his arc to like move on and be able to have a relationship in spite of his fucked up family. But there is something about this girl or the character that is just infuriatingly annoying. Like, yeah. and, and not in the sense of like, you just want her to go away. She yeah. doesn't seem to add anything. She also doesn't seem to quite understand him. 
No, or like no chemistry. W- what's input? Yeah, on screen, I think between the actors, there's no chemistry. No chemistry. But just her motivations as a character is like, she's meant to be totally in love with him. Mm. They they've meant to have had crushes on each other since fucking high school. Yeah, or whatever. I do not feel that from. They've him. known each other since they were what, like fucking ten years old. Yeah. And she seems to give zero fucks about mm. him chefing the restaurant. Yeah. It's all about her and their relationship. Like she's being really annoyed. Like, like while he's prepping stuff for this massive opening that is basically make or break their entire lives because of the money and you know yeah and and because bas- basically he has said to his uncle that if we don't make if we don't open the restaurant within this this time, then you'll own the restaurant. Yeah. Like and everyone's Basically. out. It's it's an inc- it's horrific, and that's but it's like if you give us the money, we'll be open in six months. If we're not, it's ho- you know anyway. So all this pressure, and she's just ragging on him for like why didn't you answer your phone? Yeah, just it's constant so throughout fucked. the whole season. But as a viewer, as a viewer, it just feels like this. Because there's one episode that's all about them, and then like in every other episode, there's like five minutes devoted to it, and you just really are feeling like like you're just sitting through it, waiting until they get back to the restaurant or yeah. get back to somebody else's story. Yeah, it's like rubbish. Oh, there's no chemistry. It doesn't need it. There was the one episode that they kind of focus on them. If that episode got taken out of the season, it would. It would have been even better. It would be better than it already is. And it would, is, and the story of the show. The, like the season would be effortless still because it just wasn't there. It really does feel like, yes, a poochie and, yeah, like a studio note, like, can we give him a girlfriend? And they just had to like, oh, just dedicate five minutes to it here. The best thing about this show is that it's not a love story. No. It's a beautiful fucking story about this family trying to get this restaurant up and, up and uh, you know, going. And it's like there, there's no love stories in the bear. And it, that's why it's perfect. Every other show has a love story. This one didn't need it. No. The show was about something very fucking different and that's why I loved it because it focused on cutting up mushrooms. It focused up on all these weird things that we'd never seen before. Why did you fucking put a love story in it? And just a separate oh, comment as well. No. Like It feels like over the last 10, 15 years... Any sort of sexualization of a relationship is completely gone from the screen. So a relationship is just, and I don't mean in the sense of like, oh, I need to see fucking sex scenes and boobies and stuff to titillate me. I just mean in the sense of like, you don't even see couples go to bed together anymore. Like there's no, there's no sexual chemistry. There's no, which would make, if like they were going off to fuck every five minutes, Mm. that would make more sense Mm. from a story point of view than it would her constantly calling, going, where are you? Why are you not calling me? Bob? It's almost like phone calls have replaced sex in a, in a, in a relationship in storylines now. We're like, but that just becomes annoying. And also, who fucking calls? Who calls? Dude, I can't. Fucking text, I'm telling man. you, it's a, it is a, it's a studio note, I reckon. I'm so Well, they curious. break up at the, the last scene of the... And this was the only thing about this episode where it's like... They break up and you're meant to be kind of like heartbroken, I think. And I was like, good. Good. It felt like... She was holding him back. It felt like an up... To me personally, I'm like, dude, you're 30 years old. 
you're opening your first restaurant. Yeah. You've got the rest of your fucking life. Do not start a relationship to, right and now. Also, don't come back to your hometown and hook up with a girl you had a fucking crush on. Like, you might think that you're in love with this person. This is not the one. C- Catherine Ryan did that though. It's not the one. Catherine Ryan had a well had a baby. I with take all of my relationship advice from Catherine no, Ryan. No, but so she's a beautiful good. story where she had a daughter. You know, with a guy, mm. and, then, and then ten years later, she went back to I think sorry, she went back to visit her parents in Canada, and then bumped into someone she went to high school with, and they fell in love, and she now has just had two little kids uh, with him, and like old like high school sweethearts got back together, mm. and it was and that's really sweet, but that's like she's an exception to the rule. Yeah, cool. Well, thanks for ruining my flow there by pointing out a one, <laughs> I know, but you a just one said, in a billion story. I know, but listen, because the bear you, you build is so up good. someone in your head for fifteen years, and then you come back and you're blinded by that bullshit. But he's got rather no- than seeing the person for who she really is, which is a selfish pain in the ass, yeah, who wants him to get. You can see that she already wants him to give up on his dreams to fucking make her happy. To what? Put a baby in her so they can fucking so he can go and get a labouring job and be fucking. I just depressed. don't understand. I just don't understand when they were putting this show together that anyone, any Wanted producer, to see this. yeah, I don't, I don't like. There was a zero, a zero amount of chemistry between the two of them. Zero amount of like. It doesn't like add sexiness to the story from calm. Either. Calm yeah. is calms has this like like real like British like um, sexiness about it, like a sex appeal when he's cooking and when he's interacting with people and stuff like that. But him as a sex symbol, like going in for a fucking you know snag fest, is not sexy. Like he but to be a sex symbol, there's got to be some sex or sexuality in the in the film or the TV show. Yes, but and there's yes. zero. There's zero. But I'm saying in 2023, like, there is zero in any film or any TV. What show. I'm saying is when he's like doing, like you know, in the, in the scenes where he's doing like incredible, like you know, cooking stuff. Yeah, and like that's yelling. Yeah, we're chef, both saying yeah, the same chef. thing. We're both. I know, but I'm saying thing. that's sexy. Like there is yes, a thing about because him because there's more passion in the way those scenes are shot than, than the relationship than love him. scenes or relationship Correct. scenes are shot in 2023. Correct. There's so much more passion in the kitchen than there is, which I don't understand how people let it let that storyline and the episode that just focuses on those two. I don't know how they let that pass the keeper. I don't know. It's well, once you're locked my fucking in, mind. like once you've introduced it, you've introduced, you can't. Oh, mate, just skip that episode. When you see the episode with the two of They're them. They're too good of writers to just like God. bumper off, which yeah. feels like they've done it in a way. It's kind of interesting to me, like watching it. It's like, that's interesting the way that they've done it, the cliffhanger, because mm. they could, it's almost like they could, they can take stock of the story and see mm. what people thought. If people don't like her, they can make sure that, when season three mm. comes back, they're broken up. Or if they do like her, you know, they can get back together in episode one and, and go on from there. Also, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, I think I'm having spoiler a stroke. Spoiler alert. I'm having a stroke. Um, the mum in the last episode, reckon she went off and killed herself? <clears throat> um, something bad's happened with Jamie Lee Curtis. And that scene with the, so- with the son-in-law, 
and he's crying and the daughter's like oh she has no idea why oh god damn it jamie lee curtis is so good yeah and that's i think that's what makes it even more frustrating when there's this bullshit like romance storyline going on Mm. because you want to get like they've introduced other storylines in this season that are far more fascinating far more interesting yeah Jamie Lee Curtis, the brother-in-law, the the it is a it's a family drama mm. saga, right? God, so That's what we want to see, and I understand so that Calm having a girlfriend is part of that, but Boo. there was just not there was nothing there. Boo. So yeah, uh, but anyway, watch yeah. the bear. Fuck, go watch the bear. Don't be stupid. We run out of time. We can't. We're gonna do. We'll do another episode where we talk about only murders in the building. But Jesus Christ, watch the bear. Yeah. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Yeah, season really two amazing. of The Bear is uh, right up there for me as far as TV shows are concerned. I remember I, when I was watching season one and I was like, Damien, watch it. You'll love it. And you're like, no, no, no. Too much trauma. Yeah. Working in restaurants. And I'm like, trust me. Well, well, well. Welcome to the dark side of the frying pan. No, it's br- <laughs> it's a brilliant show. And, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. Also. A, you know what else is, uh, you know what we've been watching? The Late Show. That's also no, brilliant. Listen, every brilliant. episode we mentioned we mention The Late Show. <laughs> and um, I was, um, Damien was like, oh, you should listen to the Arnold Schwarzenegger Marin podcast That would episode. have so much snow on it because it's so high. <laughs> Br- brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant. brilliant. Um, and uh, so I was like, oh, yeah, so because, uh, anyway. I listened to the Arnold Schwarzenegger episode of Mark Maron. Oh, man. If you're, can I just say can something I, real quick? Oh, I just want to say something real right. quick. If you're a big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger and you love his movies and all that sort of stuff, do not listen to the Maron episode. So the first part, you're right. The first part is good. But then when they start talking about politics, and you can hear Maron going, what are you saying? Like, it's just crazy. But yeah. uh, but I am interested. The first part, I am. I was, like, genuinely... Like, oh, this is great. And then yeah. it just goes off. Anyway, but there's a moment in it where he was talking about um, the movie Stop or My Mum Will Shoot. Yeah. And they offered it to him and he didn't want it because the script was great. And he goes, the director wasn't a good director. Didn't know how to do comedies. <laughs> and, um, and and then so he kind of, anyway, Sylvester Stallone ended up doing it. And um, he's like, you know, yeah, look be- how bad that movie was. It wasn't very good, was it? It was because it didn't have a good comedy director. I've been very fortunate in my life because I had a comedy director. You know, I had very good. I mean, I've had Ivan Reitman, you know, and who's a genius. And I'm like, oh, my God. And of course, he- I, was, I was lucky enough to have Ivan Reitman. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to it. I'm like, oh my god, he does the Ivan Reitman. He's a genius. With Tony Martin. Fuck Tony Martin. Dead. Fucking. When was it? Ninety. Tony Martin. Thirty pre- years ago. Predicting podcast interviews. Thirty years ago, Tony Martin. <laughs> I feel like I want to get a clip of it and just um, mush it together and send it to him because I'm just like, but just like he's like, I was really lucky because I had a good comedy director. <laughs> Like the way he's like, you know, stop and my mum who should do not have a good comedy director. But if you have a good comedy director, the movie's good. It's got to be funny, you know. I'm not even trying to like put on a terrible Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I'm I just- actually think it's pretty good. It's not <laughs> it's bad. It's the way he says, 
comedy director. Yeah, comedy director. <laughs> yeah, the way I had the comedy, you know, because comedy is comedy. It's okay. gonna be funny, you know. But dude, I was dying. I he, he does like a kind of trip over the sentence, and the, the, of course, yeah, dude. and the the the. the, the and of course, I had I would write, but oh my god, Jimmy! Yeah, All right, we should money. we should end. All right, but we're ending it. This podcast has gone for like fucking an hour and ten minutes. It's meant to be it's like gone, no, it's gone for 30. five days. Um. Anyway, fucking watch the bear, man. What, it's, did, what did Jimmy think of the bear? Um, I don't know. You don't know? No. No. Um. Does it have chicken in it? It does have chicken in okay, it. It's set okay. in the kitchen. But can I? I but. I, I can only see it. I can't eat it. No, you can't eat it. You can oh, just look at it. What's it, Damien? Yeah. You fucking dumb cup. <laughs> yeah. Get me out of the fucking kitchen. Get me the fucking chicken. Mate, you've already oh, had... I'll kill you in your sleep. You had a quarter and chicken and chips for dinner tonight. No, 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 no. no. I want the good stuff. <laughs> give okay. me the stuffing and the skin. The stuffing? Yeah, if I give the you the skin. stuffing, your mum will come. I don't know me. why you're still sitting there. Chop, chop. I'm doing a podcast. Come on, quick as you can. Chop, chop. <laughs> quick as you can. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Sorry, Rate this came review. out a day late. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Wow, sometimes we ran out of away. batteries. We did run out of batteries. It's actually a true this story. This is why we're not supposed to wait till Sunday to record. We've got to record on Saturdays. This is a production conversation we can have. No, no, no. I want to hold you accountable. <laughs> we can do it. Uh, we have to do it on Saturday because you're going to have a barbecue next Sunday. And All next right. Saturday, no. we're seeing Paul McCartney. Yeah, I mean, it would be pretty funny to do an episode about hey. Paul McCartney. Hey, hey, hey. But we're not going to do that. We're going to watch some movies, and then next week we'll be back right. to do another episode. Uh, should we just watch it real quick? Should we just watch it real quick? We love uh, you. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for and, listening. Tell, uh, your friends, tell your friends, share it. I love you. Little, yellow, different. Different. Hmm. Love you too. Yeah. You need a jacket. I had a gas and you need a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love you. I love you too. Keep looking up. <laughs> <laughs>